You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we try to answer specific questions on an individual topic, and then at the end, we bring in an expert to give you the real answers. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. I got no stories. I got no stories either. I did a video on this topic. On carnivore diets? Carnivore diets. And what did you say? And I'm no, I like uh, I previously said in our keto podcast, like, like, subscribe, turn on, don't forget, do, do whatever you got to do over there to follow this thing, tell your mom, share it on Facebook, do all that for me, please. Uh, what I said was I don't uh, consume a lot of content nowadays. Mm, yeah, and, me and either. Keto, keto's been around a long time. I don't, I don't consume any fitness content unless, yeah. unless it's somebody that we're going to deal with. I right. don't, just don't anymore. Fair. Ke- keto's been around a long time. I'm, I'm. You know, fairly fairly confident in my keto knowledge from experts, non-experts, gurus alike that mm-hmm. I've read over the last 10 years. Carnivore is fairly new, I as, th- as, as far as I'm aware. I, th- I think it's- At least the trend. I think it's fairly new. I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but like in my mind, I can, I can figure out what the placement, the utility of a ketogenic diet is. This I is cannot, where I'm headed. I cannot figure out the utility of a carnivore diet. This is where I'm headed. I don't understand- I mean, is it for just for people who don't like vegetables and they want to say, I never want to eat another fucking vegetable? Because I want to cram broccoli down their throat until they choke. That's how I feel about it. So, uh, so I think Jordan Peterson goes on Rogan talking about carnivore, but not as an expert. There's a fine line when you're creating content. Um, and Jordan Peterson, you guys can have your own views. I don't care. But he is a philosopher, political type figure. And now he goes onto a very large platform and starts talking about nutrition. And although he does about it, Fairly responsibly, uh, responsibly, and he's talking about his experience on the carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. Anytime you start to do these things, you begin to expose a large audience to maybe misinformation, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why this show is here. Uh, yeah, that's why me and Jim may expose you guys to some misinformation, but if you hold on for ten minutes, we're going to get you the right information, right. and that's the goal: is to leave with a real expert, world-leading expert's opinion. Whereas Joe Rogan's quite versed in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean he's an expert in anything besides maybe comedy and MMA. He's versed in a lot of things. Peterson, you can argue, again, your thoughts, I don't really care a world, but you can argue he's an expert in some politics or some philosophy, mm-hmm. and maybe he's versed in this carnivore because he's done it for a year, but that doesn't mean that he's a nutrition it's not, expert. No, it's not, his, it's not his fortune. Right, and so then that's how these things get spread around to right. millions and millions and millions of people. Um, the video I did was similar to what Jim said. I just don't know the utility of carnivore diets. Um, if you think eating red meat is really good for you, purely red meat. I would love for these carnivores to show me the negative of eating broccoli with them. And if there is no negative of eating broccoli or even a assumed negative, and I just use broccoli as a random green. We can yeah, talk spinach, just, kale. It's the one yeah. that people say they hate. Yeah, the and I actually like broccoli, but George besides Bush. the point. <laughs> I like broccoli, spinach. I actually like vegetables. HW. Besides the point. So you tell me carnivores... All, all you need, right? Maybe it is. Maybe it's the necessity in a hypothetical situation. I'm not saying I believe this. Carnivores, all you need, all you need is red meat with the fat and the nutrients that are in that. But if you can't explain to me that broccoli is a negative, yeah, and there's a 1% chance broccoli may add a positive, why eliminate it? 
Right. That's my question to the world. Why eliminate it if there's just even 1% chance that broccoli, spinach, these things add a positive and are not a negative? Mm-hmm. How do we just say, fuck, I'm not eating it? Or yeah. orange juice or oranges, or I just say orange juice because the stupid vitamin C commercials for 30 years of my life <laughs> being healthy for you. But any fruit, berries, uh, yeah, yeah. if you can't show me, and I guess you can argue, you know, if you really want fruit has a, a, lo- a lot more sugar. But in the scheme of things, if you're literally o- only eating meat, fruit, and veggies, you're not eating too much sugar. It's no. going to be real near impossible. Yeah, pretty much impossible. Um, I don't understand why a ba- why an actual balanced diet is a negative. I don't. I don't understand. That's what I'm getting at. And, yeah. and, and I think there is some actual information, and we'll get to our guest. Hopefully, clear up uh, again my 50 percent facts of. Uh, I think there is some colon issues with eating purely meat, um, not getting the veggies or any kind of fiber in your yeah, diet. Yeah, I, th- I think that the the story that I have heard has to do with the. The, a chemical that is created in your gut as your digestive tract breaks down vegetables. There's a chemical that is uh, protective of um, buttholes of cancer. It it, yeah, it, yeah. it basically it slows down the rate that cancer cells divide, that colon cancer cells divide. So and uh, then fiber. If you can't tell me, and people, you know, again, we talked about keto and carnivore, similar to me, but maybe even worse, where. Anyone who I know has PhD, does actual science, or high-level nutritionists who have done this for years in, in the scholarly and in the practice don't talk about extremes, and they don't talk about the simplicity of things. They can make a com- complex concept simple, mm-hmm. and the people that I find on the internet, and that's all I have. I've never actually met a carnivore in person. Uh, carnivore on the internet is, I think that people that we used to know are... Yeah, you know, I don't know what... Uh, but then They but the, say... Yeah, but then who knows what people are actually eating and what right, they're posting exactly. on the internet. But people that claim to be carnivore, um, they simply say, I don't need fiber, I, sh- I still shit. Yeah. And I don't think, I'm no doctor, I don't think it's as simple as that. I don't think fiber is just used to shit. I think it does help in our bowel movements. Um, but but there's other benefits of fiber in terms of our digestion and our blood markers. So um, Jason will have more info on that. But th- those are my basic concepts uh, that, that, that are similar between keto and the carnivore in terms of an internet rush. And the carnivore is a smaller push right now, I think. And I'm not saying red meat's bad for you either. I think that is a, a misinformation that was really popular in maybe the 80s and 90s. I don't know because it's sort of looking like it might actually be bad for you. And I think it depends on it, it, it all just, moderations, it you just know? Kinda, yeah, like... Like, here's the thing. Here's here's my thought about it. Um, Derek Poundstone used to have a thing called. Uh, uh, he used to. He actually used to. I guess he still does. Has the chicken shake. Yeah, yeah. The chicken shake came about because he was eating fish instead. He's eating so much fish that he was getting high levels of mercury in his. Yeah, blood. yeah. So. Old school bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's an that's an anecdote. Anecdote is not equal to data. But at the same time, if you eat a lot of exactly the same thing, right, then you are exposing yourself at a higher level than everybody who's eating a balanced diet right. to whatever the the, the risk, good and the bad. Yeah, the yeah. risks associated with that particular thing. Sure. So what's the point in that? I don't right. understand. I right. just I don't get it. Well, I, and that's you know. Uh, the other thing is, you know, the the next podcast we're going to do, Jason, stick around. Uh, like I said, is we're going to talk about health versus performance. And talking about health, 
it isn't just uh, how do we prevent cancer? How can we yeah. um, stay leaner? That's part of health. But like, how can you mentally not go insane? And I, that's the truth is it's because of the internet that we think these people are so tough. And there's probably some crazy person out there that literally does just eat tilapia and broccoli mm-hmm. all day. But the majority of these people do eat and have some other foods, pizzas and whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't we just normalize this, make it normal that it's okay to have pizza couple times a month it's okay to eat a lot of vegetables it's okay to get some mm-hmm. meat in it's okay to have some fish in. and once we start to make this just a normal conversation rather than thinking all the good all the bad all the this all the that the extremes of all i do is eat pizza all day all i do is eat steak all day and we just normalize some of these conversations normalize them to ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and obviously I, I use the internet and the media because i think when it starts there it's easier for us to consume as is individuals that it's okay to kind of have a beer it's okay to have some pizza it's okay to have some steak it's okay to have some fish it's okay to have some sushi and then the internet as we've talked about many times on this show uh just takes things to extremes because of um marketing really uh yeah i know and i've said this in the past i know i'd be a much cooler more popular fitness person on youtube instagram and potentially even on this podcast although i i'm a little more opinionated on this podcast than my other platforms uh if i were extreme yeah. if i took extreme amounts of peds if i deadlifted till my spine blew out into the wall if yeah. i got shredded lean just for pictures if i told you guys all i do is eat dairy and nothing else if i took yeah. an extreme platform an extreme measure and preached about these things on YouTube and, and Instagram, I would be much more popular than I am. And that's just a fact. You look above me, you look anybody that's popular on the internet, mm-hmm. and they've taken these type of platforms. And I'm not hating. I am i don't even want to be popular on the internet anymore. I'm setting up all my businesses so I ride <laughs> off into the sunset and you guys can hear my voice on iTunes and that's it. I'm trying not to uh, put my face and opinions out there anymore. I don't I don't need that. I, I don't thrive for that anymore. Yeah. Um, but... I do with Omar, actually. Omar is one of my business partners, best friends. We analyze. That's what we do. And we talked about on the episode with him when we talked about is YouTube uh, a place you could still grow and be able to make money. And and he basically said, yeah. He basically said it's easier now because you have more to analyze and you have more examples. And and that's what we do with all our businesses, all our people, everything we do. And so analyzing all of social media, particularly Instagram because it's the shallowest, People rise from extremes. Mm-hmm. The most lean, the most jacked, the most shredded, the most who will do the most backflips, who will deadlift the most. Th- those, those are the, you want to see freaks on that stupid thing. And uh, I'm not extreme, uh, but if you take a platform of I only eat ribeyes 24 seven, whether it be true or not, that's what you portray to the world. You're going to slightly get more popular. So I think carnivores more of a marketing stream <laughs> scheme than it is a nutritional scheme. I'm not going to disagree with you on that point. And, you know, it can be I'm, – I'm sure that there's a, a case for making it as a, a short-term strategy the same way keto is a short-term – it's like an extreme keto. Yeah, well, yeah, or juice ways, cleanse. But, it, but it's but a higher protein. Sure. And juice cleanse is the opposite, same thing, right? Like all I'm going to do is drink liquid and it's all going to be fruits and veggies. Yeah, I'm going to eat under, nothing and, and, and I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, you probably will lose weight. But it doesn't you, stick. You're it's like, you might as well get the flu too. Go yeah. to a f- – the crazy anti-vaxxers having having measles parties. Once you go to a flu party, yeah, go get it. Yeah. Or actually, just similar than that, just, go to just an like airport. get yourself some salmonella. You yeah. probably lose twenty pounds or more. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. That is kind of what it's like. And and uh, I tend to think 
and Jason might have more information. I tend to think, honestly, a juice cleanse or a vegetarian diet, don't, 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 just mark me down here, internet, I think might be more uh, healthy, in my opinion, because you can get more of a variety of micronutrients. Right. And that's yeah. just, you know, my basic knowledge, uh, where you're only eating beef, literally yeah. cow meat, I'd imagine a ribeye nutritionally, besides not macronutrient, but micronutrient, a ribeye to a sirloin to a filet yeah. is all going to have very similar micronutrients. Uh, but a broccoli from a carrot to a cabbage to a purple onion will all have different micros. So uh, I, I, I'd argue that a juice, even though juice, go, I'm not recommending juice cleanses. I think they're dumb also. I yeah. think we should just all normalize and just eat like a normal human with a slightly less portions than you're used to or that McDonald's serves you. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't go to McDonald's either. Just don't go to every day. Yeah, and just make a better freaking decision. The yeah. the, 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 the the micronutrients on, on a Chick-fil-A, and, and I'm sorry for those you know religious people or people that really stamp their things. I understand Chick-fil-A's <laughs> got some issues, but I am just look at it as food. I don't look at what I buy as religion. Uh, their, their Chick-fil-A nuggets are arguably just as good, if not better, than McDonald's. Yeah. And they're like a quarter of the fat and a quarter of the, the carb. Yeah. Like you can make do with a chipotle burrito. You can just go get a burrito bowl. You can get a little bit of lettuce on there. You can ixnate the sour cream. You can make all these things possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that you can't eat McDonald's also. You can easily mix that into your lifestyle here and there. But I'm just saying there's tons of options that are easily as delicious and you're not just eating paint all day. And if you're in Sacramento, I will say that the Natural Foods Co-op Killer. burrito bowl slays Chipotle. I'd imagine there's some, there's some co-op-y type things. Oh, yeah, it. but there's there's plenty of co-ops. Yeah. So we're just, I've said this before, we're super spoiled in, yeah, we are. in California for, for fresh food, vegetables, fruits, Especially all that kind of stuff. not yeah. in California. Yeah, right here in Northern California. Yeah. yeah, we, like, I can't imagine not eating that stuff just, just because. I can't, yeah. just, I don't know, it's just dumb to me. I just would never do it. Okay, so let's talk to the, the expert who'll tell us hopefully something let's a little get more specific than what I just said. <laughs> Right after this word from some sponsors who keep this enterprise alive. I was, uh, we got boys day now. Boys day is Saturday. Wake up, train, lunch, and then we go golfing every day. And I have these old piece of crap sunglasses uh, yeah. that are scratched for one. I don't really wear glasses in general. Two, um, the type of whatever sun lens color it is, I can't find my freaking golf ball. So I'm losing oh, money God. on this freaking course because there's golf balls um, flying everywhere. And some reason it's not, it doesn't pick up the white in the grass. Oh. And so this came perfect time. We uh, teamed up with Warby Parker, which actually is way more popular than I even imagined. Like I asked oh, everybody yeah, about yeah. them. Everybody freaking knows who they are, but it's a brand new concept uh, in, in, in kind of the home try on trial how to figure out uh, what glasses look good on you, what right. fits well and what you like. Uh, we got the opportunity to do a home uh, trial kit. And so you basically, super easy, go to the website, check it out. Uh, you choose you know, five pairs that you potentially like. They ship them to you super mm-hmm. quick. Uh, cool little box, all distributed out. I just sat there. I took a bunch of selfies and, and then kind of analyzed which ones I like. Wrap it back up. The, it's already uh, sent in with another Label, slap that thing on, chuck it back in the mail, sends right back them to them, and then as soon as you'd like, you can go back on the website uh, and purchase uh, whatever pair you want. Um, super, super cool. Uh, they're they're very stylish. Uh, they're not. A lot of times, I feel like when people do things like this, they, they always have like a negative connotation because like, oh, well, I'll just go to the store in person, even though they do have stores in person. But beside the point, yeah, <clears throat> all up to date stuff. High quality. I put it on, or I took it out the box and I put it on. You can feel just like it's actual material. It's not like 
10 cent glasses you might get yeah, at a carnival yeah. or something like that it's not dollar store stuff yeah exactly and so and again perfect timing so i can get to rock some of these um the free home trial program again is five glasses uh you get five days to play with them and they, they give you the prepaid uh, return label right afterwards ships free everything's free home try on is absolutely free uh, all the glasses start at about 95 dollars and up uh, for me i'm just getting sunglasses but they have blue light glasses yep. uh, which is something um I rock sometimes uh, when I'm working on the computer or I'm streaming on Twitch or staring at my phone all dang long to try to protect my eyes a little bit. Uh, they obviously have the prescriptions um, or you can put your prescription in there. Right. If you guys got the uh, iPhone X, they have a super cool yeah. app. Uh, you can order and do everything down uh, through there. So if you could download the Warby Parker app, uh, you can see all the virtual try-on stuff, a bunch of different uh, features that are realistic color, look, texture, style, all that just on the phone as well. Yeah, you know, actually my, my mother-in-law, who's 80, did that. On the app? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Did it on the app, yeah. And she uh, um, she actually got her glasses through Warby Parker. And she's really happy with them. They came very fast. They were uh, less expensive than other alternatives. Uh, she didn't have any trouble um, uh, interacting with the company and getting what she wanted. They're high-quality stuff. They look good. They look a lot better than her last glasses. My yeah. my my wife said that my mother-in-law's last glasses made her look like a – you know what a naked mole rat is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made her look like a naked mole because it was, it was too close to the color of her skin. And, you know, like it's, it's such a big decision to buy glasses. Like if you have prescription glasses, it's a big decision because you'll – that's how you're going to look for, you know, a yeah, year or two. Yeah, exactly. So it's obviously it's a personal style decision. A thing that we like about Warby Parker is that they have noted the fact that over a billion people worldwide lack access to glasses. That means that 15% of the global population – cannot effectively learn or work, which is crazy because glasses were invented like 700 years ago. Uh, they partner with nonprofits like Vision Spring to ensure that every pair of glasses, for every pair of glasses that they sell, a pair is distributed to someone in need. And we believe that everyone has the right to see. Actually, we believe that as well. Yeah, super cool. So every pair that uh, you know you buy or the world buys and everybody purchases, they're going to uh, try to take care of somebody else in need, which is uh, always something I, I look for in companies that I want to support, uh, either through the podcast or through my own dollars. Um, right now, we're partnering up. Check them out. WarbyParker.com slash F-A-C-T-S. Head over there right now and check out all their different styles. That's WarbyParker, W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash F-A-C-T-S and get your own home try-on right now. I just had an eye exam. I have a new prescription. I'm going to head over to warbyparker.com and order myself some glasses. You can do that too if you have prescription lenses or if you just want sunglasses. They have a great selection. And also if you need blue light glasses, check it out, warbyparker.com or check out the iPhone X app on the App Store, uh, warbyparker.com slash facts. It's a similar topic, maybe different in the terms of, I think Jim and I uh, agreed that ketogenic and you, Jason, has some applications, is is a tool, just maybe overrated is maybe not the right word, but just in, too in your face, overrated in the media nowadays. But there's another diet going around on the internet that I personally can't think of one application. So it's your job to find us an application of, <laughs> of, of the carnivore diet, which this, I don't even I don't even know what the, it is. This I don't might even... be the shortest. This might be the shortest podcast, <laughs> which is because... fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to agree with you. I don't. I can't think of one application. Um, and and so it's it's really interesting. And there was a really big influencer that posted that he was going to do a 30-day keto carnivore and i was like okay that's that's fascinating to me because 
how are you going to do a keto carnivore when, when carnivore by definition is nothing but meat to my knowledge and and people could come on here and flame me because i i haven't researched something so fucking asinine yeah same uh, we don't know what it is it, we, it, we assumed it it's just beef that's what we assumed that well so it's funny i'm sitting at a computer right now i swear to god i should just google like yeah, what is we the didn't. fucking carnivore diet yeah, we but, didn't like to, to my knowledge like and the very first time that somebody approached me about it, I, you know, I, I read and, and it's literally like, well, you know, eat nothing but meat. Um, and, and, you know, what is it? Sean Baker. That's who, who did the carnivore diet. Um, you know, I, I think that's what he, it, it says also sometimes called zero carb. You can eat animal products only. So no vegetables, fruit, grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, or any starches. Dairy products are allowed, but some carnivore dieters avoid them because lactose is sugar. Um, and this is, this is from some article that, you know, just popped up and sugar that. is death. Um, so it makes sense to me. Yeah, dude, sugar, sugar is going to kill you. Of course <laughs> we all know that. Um, like, you know, one gram of sugar and we're all going to die. But you know, so no, I, I mean, I cannot, I, you know, I don't even understand how you can do keto on the carnivore diet when by definition, like we said, you know, on another podcast, keto is 70% fat. I, yeah. I don't know any combination of purely just animal products that are going to get you there. Now, I also haven't sat down to try to create a protocol that looks like right. that. So I, I could be mistaken. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a zealot and be like, oh, I know everything. And uh, and because I haven't actually researched it, but I, I just don't understand. I mean, there's nothing that comes to my mind. I mean, fuck, if you want to live forever, um, you know, the, the, the two most popular diets are probably keto and or vegan, which are completely opposite ends of the spectrum from each other. But um, the vegan diet would be the antithesis of, of carnivore, yet all the research supports that vegan diets are, are great for promoting longevity, great for decreasing inflammation. Um, now, I don't, I don't want to, you know, pander to the zealots that say, well, animal products increase inflammation. Uh, I haven't seen enough research that says, you know, excessive amounts of, of animal products do that, assuming that your calories and protein are, are accounted for and controlled for. Uh, but, you know, there's... I really don't get it. I mean, I, listen, props to him for creating a marketing scheme that is getting people to talk about it and buy his shit and actually do it. Um, I have not spoken with one person who feels better. Um, but going back to that influencer that said they were going to do a keto carnivore, I, I asked on their social media, I said, how many calories are you going to have? And I got crickets for an answer, mm. um, which, which just tells me like – it's another form of super low calorie dieting. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, can you imagine trying to consume uh, like Mike? What are your your calories right now? And, and you're dieting embarrassingly you're low, like sixteen hundred calories. Like, are you really that yeah, low right now? I know, bro. My my metabolism. I'm made to be a fucking Eskimo fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, but could you could you imagine? Imagine right now consuming nothing but meat to hit those macros or to hit your to hit sixteen hundred calories. Yeah, I mean even that's probably whatever. Let's say hypothetically thirty six ounces of ribeye. Like I'd probably gag after like twelve ounces. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I it love just meat. Doesn't sound appealing. Yeah, and I mean I love, dude. Listen, I love a good steak probably more than anybody in the world. Yeah. But I also like it from somewhere like Mastros or you know. Some like really yeah, nice yeah. restaurant yeah, where yeah. they're cooking that shit and butter and where I can get some vegetables <laughs> on the side and usually, you know, wash it down with a nice dessert. So I am, I'm definitely not in the, in the carnivore camp, man. I, you know, I don't want to sit here and be like, I'm the most researched person on it because I'm definitely not. But at the same token, somebody that understands just, you know, nutrition, metabolism and physiology, 
I, I don't in any way comprehend the way that, that it works out. Is there any uh, research? I, I don't even know if this is a new diet or old. Like we talked about keto, you know, has been around since probably the 80s, 70s with kind of the epilepsy thing and then and then kind of uh, bodybuilding phase in the 90s and then more popular obviously now in waves like you mentioned. Is carnivore ever been around? Have you ever heard about it before? Because I've never heard about it. And no. I, that's why I'm wondering if there's research at all even on it or if these are just random folks kind of making it up saying – because same thing with the anti-inflammatory. We had uh, Dr. Andy Galpin on here and we are talking about inflammation and can you measure it? He's like – like, yeah, kind of, but not really. And so when all right. these people go out there and say, yeah, I ate steak for a month and my inflammation went down, like, what the hell does that mean? Like, how can you tell yeah. me that? Yep. You're not measuring that Well, I, I mean, no, and, and that's extremely subjective. I mean, can we, you know, I mean, can we look at certain inflammatory markers? Yeah, but a lot of those are more relative to, like, muscular damage and training. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like, the, the one biomarker that comes to mind is, like, CRP, right? And so if you go and you get your, your lab work, like, right after you're done training, like, your C-reactive proteins are going to be super high from you just training. But that's a completely different, you know, that's not systemic inflammation, like, what we're talking about from diet. Um, you know, so... I, I again, dude, I cannot. And you, you know, speaking of Andy, and I, I love Andy Galpin. Like, I think if you got Andy and I in a room, like, we'd literally just look at a, like, look at each other and be like, "All right, next question," because that's <laughs> like, it, it's just get, the fact that we're doing a podcast on it. Like, I feel like we're already giving it too much credit. I know it's um, which uh, it, it is, man. It's it's uh, it's marketing hype, but uh, yeah, I, I got nothing for you there, I man. Nothing intelligent that would say, "Hey, go do the the carnivore diet." So eat some meat, but but maybe just you could have some potatoes or broccoli with it too, and you'd probably be yeah, all right. like have some yeah have some of those micronutrient things, you yeah. know, like vita- like vitamins and minerals. They tend to actually help, um, you know, longevity and, and make you feel a little bit better too. And and those carb things taste pretty good too. It just seems to me like it was created as a reaction to veganism. It's like, oh yeah, well I'm gonna eat nothing but meat. Fuck you, you know. It's I I would love to know. I really would be fascinated to know at what point as a human being do you wake up one day and you say, you know what, I'm going to try this thing where I do nothing but eat meat. Like, where does that enter your mind? Because I've never in 34 years had a, a notion at all like that. Um, and and then at what point do you just name it the carnivore diet? Yeah. I, the, again, like, you know, dude must have some weird thoughts going through his head and more power to him. But um, like fuck, I, I just don't understand how that ends up happening. But I think I mentioned again, it. I, I covered this in a YouTube video, and I obviously got a bunch of uh, carnivore people screaming at me. But I, I compared it to. I think there's two uh, <laughs> two cases that uh, I've read, and these are internet cases, not studies. Uh, where I think a lady in Australia and maybe an American, um, one of them went like months, maybe t- two to three months, don't quote me, and only ate like carrots. And then one went like a month or two and only ate like Twinkies uh, or something of that nature. And they also, uh, one, I think actually kind of turned orange, which I think is why it went viral. Uh, Two, I think she lost weight and whatever markers you want to make up in your head got better. Mm -hmm. And then same with the Twinkie girl, right? And this the same thing as like, uh, not Super Size Me, but there was another movie based on Super Size Me where they're basically arguing for flexible dieting, Mm -hmm. for lack of better terms, and they ate McDonald's, all these different things. And they lost weight, calorie deficit, right? 
basic shit. But then, yeah, maybe you feel better when you start to lose weight. Your blood markers and things get better when you lose weight because now you don't have as much adipose tissue and you start exercising. It can make up for a lot of things. So if you're already kind of healthy, I could probably go a month and probably, you know, just do tequila and fucking broccoli. <laughs> and I could I could probably lose some weight and tell people I got shredded on tequila and broccoli. Silent Mike's tequila broccoli. What, dude? If it'll sell, dude, it's there's, a there's your next There's your next ebook. Yeah, right. Ties it. right if it'll, the, if it'll sell, the tequila I mean. diet with it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I think this goes back to a lot of you know. I'll credit Lane because Lane Lane champions this uh, pretty hard. You know, if you if you undertake a diet and you lose weight, by most people's standards, you're going to be getting healthier. Right. Um, you know, weight loss weight loss is usually the key. I mean, we walk around as an obese society. Obesity is an epidemic right now. Um, you know, that's that's really the key to getting most people healthier is, is getting them to lose some fucking weight. Um, so and that goes back to calorie control, you know, calories in, calories out, energy balance matters. It is the single greatest determiner of weight. Now, inside of that, you know, weight loss and fat loss are completely different. So if we're, you know, if you want to lose weight, yeah, you could eat nothing but McDonald's in a calorie controlled setting or nothing but Twinkies in a calorie controlled setting. And you will, in fact, lose weight. It's been proven. Um but if you want to lose body fat, you probably need to account for a macronutrient composition of those calories. So you're not going to lose that, in my opinion, on Twinkies or McDonald's or even the fucking carnivore diet. Yeah, you're not going to look great. <laughs> so do you know anything I, about I, – You know what? And I haven't seen anybody super shredded on carnivore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, and no. And and probably not for real either, even if they were. So. Yeah, that's my real question well, with know, all this. We talked I haven't about seen any. I haven't seen any natural bodybuilders there you uh, go. In, in super shredded on on carnivore. Yeah, there you go. and it's just weird to me that you know. Again, it's just the time and age that we live in. Like, who knows what these people are doing? Like, I don't want to ever call out Sean Baker. I don't know the guy. You do you, buddy. Me do me is what we say around here. But like, are you actually just right. eating meat? Like yeah. you're, you're not you're going to your th- th- three year old daughter's party and not gonna daddy why aren't you eating cake with me and you're just fuck it I'm gonna eat a ribeye hunt yeah like I don't th- you know like yeah. I just don't see that working three sixty five forever or for yeah thirty well, days and and it doesn't I mean it, you know like we had another conversation about keto and you know we talked about that and sustainability I mean fuck at least with keto you can eat some fats or you know some yeah. bacon or something that's like around I mean dude it, this is it's just meat like that's it like I, no way. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to tell my daughter at her second birthday party next year that she can't have cupcakes, and instead she needs to have fucking filet mignon. Like yeah, with a candle, I don't think in she it? would like that yet. Meat, right? <laughs> meat cakes, meat so, meatloaf. Except meatloaf, I think has bread in it. Um. Uh, by, by the way, cue the cue the zealots sending in their transformation pictures yeah. on, I'm on the carnivore diet. You don't think I'm I shredded? Said that nobody's shredded, and, <laughs> and my inbox is going to get flooded with fucking people. <laughs> I'm fucking ripped on carnivore. Okay, cool. I get it. Like, you, know, you also didn't start at 300 pounds and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Another thing that I've seen, and I, I don't have, I, don't, I can't pull this study out of anywhere, but you may have some experience with it. Um, the, the fact that when we eat vegetables, the, just the process of digestion of vegetables, our body creates a chemical that suppresses the growth of um, colon cancer cells. So it basically prolongs how long because everybody eventually gets something. Um, sure. If you live long enough, you'll you'll end up with some kind of colon cancer, benign or otherwise. Uh, just pushes that window back. And if you just give up on eating vegetables, I mean that's like one potential effect, but there's probably a bunch of other ones as well. I mean, you have to look at as we you know 
when you look at evolution, I mean, and you go back and you look at why people died younger, I mean, we can attribute it a lot of it to like lack of like, vitamins and minerals, right? Yeah. And, and you start to look at the diseases that existed, you know, back in the day, like, you know, scurvy, like, you know, things, things that like we never see today. Well, right. it was lack of vitamin mineral. Well, why are you going to put somebody in a position where the most nutrient dense foods, fruits and vegetables are no longer allowed to be, you know, consumed? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, makes no sense to me either. Let's put a cap on but, this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love, like, I really wish I could have come to this podcast and been like, here's why you should consider the, the carnivore diet. But I got nothing for you, man. Yeah, fair. Yeah. We like the honest <laughs> stuff. <laughs> just, keep it, just keeping it real, dude. I, I wish I had something better for you there. Uh, yeah, we got nothing. All right, where can people find you? Yeah, dude. Um, well, not doing a carnivore diet. There you go. But uh, they not can at find the steakhouse. me on Instagram. No. Well, they'll find me at a steakhouse, but I'll have some mac and cheese with my steak for right. sure. Um, but yeah, uh, at Jason Phillips underscore IN3 or IN3Nutrition.com. Easiest two places to get to me. All right, he's Silent Mike with two Ks. I am at the Jimmy D. The show is 50% facts, we're percentage of word. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks, Jason.